it all began? Was it time that we asked for? Or was it anything to feel complete forevermore? Wanna see myself like I used to back then But every time I turn around I'm in L.A. again Don't take this for granted That's not how we get it, I know We're tearing these pages Before we get to watch it unfold What's going on, buddy? <laughs> What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Good, man. It was feast week this week, so we got a lot of fun college basketball. I am hungry. And there's a lot of news. A lot. Yeah. And, like, Maui was freaking awesome, man. What except happened? for Except for Xavier wasn't fun. That part wasn't fun. Yeah. Did anything else happen? Um... Oh, Duke lost. Who? Duke! The greatest team on The Blue Earth. Bloods, the Brotherhood. They went down. No surprise. None. We call that. Yeah. So, Duke plays Gonzaga today. And Gonzaga put the work on them. Okay, they actually only won by like two. But. Yeah, yeah. You said who was up by 16 at one point? Yeah, Gonzaga was up by 16 at one point. Wow. They go into the half up 16. Duke went on a 16 to 4 run to make it close. And then R.J. Barrett tried to take over the game, and, um, well, <laughs> Zion Williamson didn't touch the ball the last minute of the game. Funny. Duke had three possessions. You're not going to win like that. Rui Hachimura missed two ceiling free throws to give Duke the ball back, and Zion Williamson did not touch the ball. Wow. Is there a pandemonium in, in this... Duke land? Well, I don't know, but does this mean Gonzaga could beat the Cavaliers? <laughs> could, could Gonzaga? Yes. Yeah. So Gonzaga's probably going to be number one in the country now. That's so sad. That's stupid. Yeah. All right. So I was looking at the press release at NKU the other day because we have in like the presser we get the mid major top twenty five. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga's number one in the mid major top twenty five. They're not a mid major. Not. Well, They're I mean, not. There's no such thing as mid major in Gonzaga anymore. That's not a fucking thing. Are they basically like a UFC fighter where they're holding the title in two different weight classes? Yeah, basically, like it's like stupid. Oh, what a perfect analogy though. They could be the Daniel Cormier of or of uh, basketball. Except for Daniel Cormier actually holds championships. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so hold that L, Gonzaga. Yeah, so go heels. That's a thing, right? Yeah. I mean, Kansas. You know, depending on what's going on in their game right now, which last I saw they were losing. They were getting busted, but again, Azubuki's out, so I think that has a big. Not out, out. Foul trouble. Yeah. And then uh, we've got that whole crazy fiasco of, like, everything else just going on with that. So let's just talk more about Duke losing because that's yeah. all people really care about. Right. Um, we saw that they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nuts? With a young team. I think you and I were talking about it. I mean, they needed to do this anyways. Does this make them more scary now that they've, yeah. uh, they've lost early? Yeah. Do you remember... When that Anthony Davis Kentucky team lost to Indiana, mm-hmm. and they did not lose again till the SEC tournament, yeah, that's about that's what's going to happen here. You know they got to play my boys. I'm 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 saying that <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, but they're going to go on a tear. Oh, they're yeah, they're for sure. Like Indiana on Tuesday is probably like fuck. But Romeo's not. No, he's not ready. scared. No, he's not at all. So, yeah, man. Um, but Maui overall was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, so a lot of good games. I love it. 
Yeah. I like it Z- a lot. Like, Xavier and Auburn was fun. Mm-hmm. And Xavier really had chances to get back get in that game, and they just weren't as good as Auburn. That happens. Auburn's, they're a terrifying team. Yeah, they are very good. They are very, very good. And they were not that far from beating Duke. No. They played Duke really well. They did. Um, and then, you know, I didn't really, you know, no PK-80 this year, so Maui got to be stacked. Yeah. And. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. And then um, we saw, you know, Gonzaga obviously ran through their games. Mm-hmm. Overall, very happy to see the Maui be what it once was again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what I just read is supposed to be pretty stacked again next year. Let me see what Maui 2019 looks like. Mm-hmm. I think Shamanon's going to be back in it, you know. Okay. Yeah. Shout outs to Shamanon. Look out. Yes, sir. Look out. All right, so next year it is BYU, okay. Dayton, Ooh. Georgia, okay. Kansas, Michigan State, Ooh. UCLA, Virginia Tech, and Sean. Actually, no, that sucks. It'd be competitive. Um, so, overall, yes, Duke lost to Gonzaga. They are no longer going to be the number one team in the country for like an hour. Yeah. And then be they'll beat Indiana by 40 next week. and. I'm pick right now, Indiana with the upset. <laughs> Romeo. Oh my god, they lose two games. I don't think you're gonna play them in conference play. <laughs> Romeo Romeo's gonna score thirty five. Thirty five? Thirty five. I think the most he scored in a game this year is twenty four. Well, he's gonna step up, man. All right. Mark it. I'm not upset about it. Timestamp this. Timestamp it? Yep. All right. <laughs> So, other news in the world of college basketball. Let's touch real quick yeah. on James Wiseman, man. Uh oh. Where so, is he going? Where is he going? Where is he going? What will the unicorn say? It's gonna be. It has to be <laughs> Kentucky. They're the greatest recruiters on the planet. All right, let's 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 see. What angle do we want to play first? We play the Memphis angle, or the Kentucky angle. Um, we can do. Let's go Kentucky first. Okay. One, we're past the time I think where John Calipari recruits big time big men. They're done with it. Like, okay. So since Bam Adebayo, mm-hmm. they've missed out on. Mo Bamba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Shaq> West. <laughs> um, obviously, James Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Bull Bull. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all guys that are Kentucky on their list. All guys that are Kentucky in their top two or three. Yeah. And they couldn't seal any of those guys. Why do you think that is? I don't... I think at this point, like... We all knew Bam Adebayo was better than what he showed at Kentucky. Yeah. And since Towns... How many of those big men have really been utilized correctly? Yeah. Well, I mean, his offense, I think big men are going to, they're not going to thrive as much. Right. But, like, Boogie obviously was awesome. Right. He's, I mean, but he does what he does. Right. Anthony Davis was great. Yeah. Obviously, because he's, you know, Julius Randle was really good at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And then Towns was, like, yeah. You know, phenomenal. Mm hmm. You kind of look like Towns, by the way. <laughs> That's a nothing. To... Listen, man. <laughs> okay. Not all light skins look the same. I'm not saying that. I don't think I look like him. Uh, if I put a picture of you... Collie Mr. Stein is who I got more. Yeah. Well, he's a guy that also like, was like... Yeah. Weirdly used at Kentucky. I don't have stupid tattoos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Actually, do you know that Kyle's wife has Willie Collie Stein tattooed on her? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle. Yeah. That's actually pretty dope. That is she dope. She got on SI and KSR and all those places. That's really... Well, KSR. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Shout out. Um, so... Yeah, we're at the stretch now where Kentucky doesn't get big men. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they're still getting great guards. Right. 
you know, that still happens. I mean, Kevin Knox last year was obviously a three, so that's a good wing. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of weird that we're in this stretch now because even when Calipari was at UMass and Memphis, he was still getting pretty good big men. Mm -hmm. And obviously his first stretch of Kentucky was getting big men. Yeah. Like, you know, the guys we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And now we're at this point where we're not. And he's missing out on a lot of recruits. I think someone said that Kentucky's going to miss out on the top five guys they had on their board this year. Wow. What are you thinking about that, BBN? Yeah, I think lack of Final Fours maybe is starting to kick in. I, I've i been saying this for a while. You know, I, I'm obviously a huge critic of Cal, but it's like, at some point, when do you realize that his magic is running out? When does he leave? Yeah, I think, uh, and th the other thing too is, you know, not that he was the only guy doing one and done, mm -hmm. but that's what college basketball has become, so he's not oh, the yeah. only one playing that game anymore. Well, and I think a lot of people... I think a lot of these kids now see opportunities at other schools, and they right. want to try to beat them. I mean, because they, they've set the standard. Oh, yeah, they've definitely set the bar. You know, I mean, the whole, I think the year the two platoon was the most ridiculous, in a crazy, like, They could have been the number one way. and two teams in the country. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it just, it doesn't have proof of concept. No. You know? And, you know, especially, I know right now, you know, Duke is definitely the kind of highlight of it, mm -hmm. because they're three best players. Mm -hmm. But... You know, it's really what it's become now. Absolutely. So, and I think, you know, now you have another competitor there. Yeah. I mean, North Carolina. If you would have, I would have never thought in a million years we'd get a player like Nas Little. Yeah. Never. He's super good. Yeah. He's. And, you know, I think it's, I, you have to play that game now. Mm -hmm. You have to play that game now. And that, I mean, that's kudos to Kentucky for applying pressure. And making these other colleges, you know, have to ante up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when Coach K was, like, not necessarily vehemently against it, mm -hmm. but then he goes, I can get this Kyrie Irving guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Roy's been like that for a while. Yeah. Also, I mean, we just couldn't get him. Kyrie Irving also had Kentucky on his list and didn't go there. Yeah. Wild. Right. <laughs> so... Yeah, I think, it's, you know, there's definitely something to be said about it. I mean, they're still going to get top 10 recruiting classes, so it's yeah. not like we're talking about them like they're a disaster. No, not at all. But they're not getting those number one, number two overall picks in the NBA draft for a while now. <laughs> Which is crazy, because they're almost in a rebuilding stage, but they're still, you know, top recruiting classes. Yeah, and they've played, I mean, they haven't been very good no. this year yet. No, I think they will be. They will. Come tournament time, they'll get it together. Yeah, but, I mean, you can't be in the 300s and three-point defensive percentage. That just can't happen. What was that stat again one more time? They are in the t they were, what, 337th in the country in three-point def defending percentage? That's not good. That's um, freaking terrible. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Especially with their length. You would think that wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. I mean, when Zion Williamson was hitting the, hit those threes, and then I was <laughs> like, oh, the lefty yeah. doing work. Mm -hmm. The guy that you said you couldn't shoot. Yeah, I'm still not sold that he can consistently shoot. But he needs a ball. Yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah. I know you're more well versed on the whole Memphis side of things. Yeah. So go ahead and talk about that one because I'm actually interested to hear what your thoughts are because I know Penny's your guy too. Sure. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm like this Memphis like enthusiast yeah. that can tell you their history. I, I mean, know as much as you do. I mean, you're a stan. Derrick Rose, Tyreek Evans, right? You know, but this team, I feel like you have a pretty good knowledge of. Coming up, yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, I I knew a lot about Wiseman. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, he was basically going to Kentucky before Penny got that job. Yeah. So that very well is in play too, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um. So. 
you know, this is kind of, I think Penny kind of knew immediately, mm-hmm. you know, he's got to play the one and done game also. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He knows the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cool dynamic to have him coaching. I agree. And so, you know, immediately he goes and gets DJ Jeffries, a mm-hmm. guy he's comfortable with, familiar with. Mm-hmm. And we had heard forever that there was a package deal. Mm-hmm. So the package deal is now in Memphis. And it's huge, man. Who um, do you think that's going to make them, like, do you think they're contenders off rip? Or? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I don't know anyone. I mean, granted, you know, because Bull Bull's leaving this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many <laughs> centers are going to be able to go against James Wiseman next year. Right. But, you know, too, they're also going to have that battle next year with the G League. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. Um, God, LeBron. <laughs> and so I think for Memphis, you know, it's it's building blocks, and it's huge. Um, right. So, you know, I'm looking right now at 24-7 to see kind of where they're at after the Wiseman commitment. Mm-hmm. And they're still – they're now 12th. Okay. So, but – Do you think that commitment brings a bunch of other people? A few more, yeah. Yeah. So Jeffries, obviously, has already signed his LOI. Mm-hmm. And then Malcolm Dandridge is a three-star, also a center. So they're kind of going to need these things called, like, guards yeah. and wings. Because mm-hmm. they've got – Jeffries is a power forward, Wiseman's a center, and then Dandridge is a center. <laughs> and, ironically enough, Dandridge and Wiseman play together in high school at East, Tennessee, East, East, East High School. Wow. So, which That's also be so fun. Which also had this coach there named Penny Hardaway. Huh. Wow. Weird. Do you see these puzzle pieces? Man. Yeah. I don't understand this. That says a lot to his coaching though. Yeah. That's <laughs> like I still don't know what his coaching style is. Yeah. What what offense does he run? It has like, to be AAU style. Right. Just go. Just go. Mm-hmm. Run some four outs. <laughs> I hate four out offense. I, I hate it. it. I love it. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh my god, I hate it. Yeah. Like uh, spread the ball. I think, okay, I should say, the only reason I really hate it is because I think every high school team runs it now, Mm -hmm. and it just gets so annoying when I go to a high school game, I'm like, where the hell's the shot clock? Yeah. I can't stand it. And I get in fights with people about this all the time, and they're like, well... Oh, they need shot clock. God, they need a shot clock. They need a shot clock, so, (laughs) this is just a side note, but we were playing Holy Cross one time, and their guard, Scotty Bivens, I'm pretty sure he dribbled the ball. This is out of Ryle. Okay, so... So for people who don't live in our area... Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all high schools around our area. Um, but Holy Cross, I'm pretty sure, literally dribbled the ball, and we let them dribble the ball for at least 30 seconds. I'd kick that damn ball in the crowd. Oh, it was... Did we start getting booed? Yeah. No surprise, the Ryle basketball. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, so... I don't even remember what my point was. It was just it was like high school basketball. Needs a yeah, shot clock. yeah. But back to Memphis, you know, I got you know they got to get some guards, mm-hmm. and they've got to get some more you know guys there. Here's what also is nuts to me, man. So on twenty four seven, they do the all time recruits to go to schools like ever. Mm-hmm. Wiseman is the number one all time recruit to Memphis. Oh, over Derrick Rose, Tyreek wow. Evans. That's disrespectful. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> well, he ended up going to he ended up going to the pros. Yeah, Will Barton. Uh-huh. Well, wow. a good player. Yeah, no, yeah, it was for sure. But like, wait a minute, where's Dewan Wagner on this list? D- disrespectful. 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 Put some put some respect on Dewan Wagner's name. I don't think people remember how nice he was. Dude, he had the most nappy fro ever, but he was so good. Yeah. He gave you buckets. Literally, not even in the top ten all time. Dewan? According to this list, I mean, not to my personal list. We need to write them. Yeah. DJ Jeffries is higher than Dewan Wagner. What? 
They must just not have this done. Yeah. That's what this has got to be. No. All right. So, yeah, I think, you know, I think more, you know, this is where the guard play is going to come in. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's going to be where Memphis kind of goes overboard and kind of makes some moves. Mm -hmm. Um, You think they steal anybody? Yeah. Well, right now we're kind of, I don't know if they're going to take anyone that's already committed, obviously, because LOIs have been signed. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to look at offers they have right now. So, well, the two point guards they have committed. Mm-hmm. Trey Mann went to Florida. Okay. And then Anthony Edwards, who just reclassified, mm-hmm. is cool on Memphis. So he's not even feeling Memphis. <laughs> this whole reclassifying thing is... I don't understand it. I need someone to come on our show and explain it to me, actually. Yeah. Because uh, it happens too often. I feel like it shouldn't be allowed to do. Yeah. Just like... Uh... Where is Anthony Edwards? Where is his school? So crystal ball prediction he's going to Florida State. Really? He's got Florida State, Georgia, Kentucky, Michigan State, North Carolina on his list. And Florida State's the most warm. Okay. He would be the ultimate commit for Florida State. Yeah. Like that well, I've also heard that he kind of feels North Carolina a little bit too. I, yeah, I heard that that's the school he was in the most contact with for a while. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Here's my one question. Here's mm-hmm. my how cool would this be, even though it's probably not gonna happen. What if Cole Anthony says, oh shit, DJ Jeffries and James Wiseman are in Memphis. Yeah. And Penny Hardaway is like, you know, I was considered the next Magic Johnson. I can teach you how to be a point guard at the best level. Yeah. And then he goes, it wouldn't, that would make sense. Yeah. And, and he relates to the kid. And then he could be like, you don't have to wear shitty Adidas stuff and play for a bad Adidas school. You can come to Nike. Yeah. Or he could come to Jordan. Yeah. Which I still think North Carolina's going to get him. I do too. Uh, what it would be bananas. What I've heard is he's, you know, not that I have like sources, mm-hmm. but like people who are like really like into reading his recruiting life, mm-hmm. they say it's between North Carolina and Oregon. Okay. Yeah. So it I could think... be. It's it's probably is going to be Jordan either way. That'd be cool. But I think I mean people are going to catch on. Mm-hmm. Um, the more guys, I mean, if Memphis gets another guy, mm-hmm. I think they could very well be. I think right now they're a top ten team for next year. Yeah. Um, I don't even know like you know. So since how... we're talking about recruiting, what do you think about Lowell? Yeah. Making moves, man. Making moves. And Chris Mack, obviously, and we knew how good he was going to be there. Oh, but that's good? Yeah. I mean, in some places, they've said he's got the number one recruiting class. Yeah. So I was told this over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Undisclosed. Okay. Can't tell you who told me. Okay. So people who don't know, like, that I actually have, like, some contacts are probably like, he doesn't know shit. Because <laughs> that's what I do when I hear, like, people like, sources say. Yeah, no doubt. That So... Apparently, there's a thing in, tra- in Chris Mack's contract that says if they are, in fact, do have violations, his extension automatically kicks in. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So. That's interesting. That is Chris Mack getting the best freaking lawyers he could get right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, man. Good for him. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's a guy of integrity. Yeah. And I think he's still, I mean, the best offer Louisville could have. Oh, yeah. Who played pretty well today against Michigan. I mean, against, uh, was Michigan State or Tennessee? Tennessee. Yeah. They lost by 11, but, you know, it was a high-scoring game. Yeah. It was on the road. And it's a bright spot for him. Yeah, for sure. By the way, Creighton is up 10 on Clemson right now, like 10 minutes ago. Oh. Yes, sir. Alert, alert. Alert, alert. <laughs> so, Louisville, yeah. I mean... Shout out to Louisville, man. They got to stay with them. Fans, stay with Louisville. Yeah, you guys got the best coach you could possibly get. They're going to be okay. Yeah. Oh, update. Um, Kansas is actually up 65-56 now with eight minutes left. So. 
So Yudoka as a Buki got back in the game? I would have ventured to say yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's take a quick break for a moment. We'll come back. We'll kind of talk about a few other things. Um, don't forget this episode. We're going to debut our first ever at-large bid big board so we can tell you our top prospects going into the draft. Only college basketball players. We don't know anything about FIBA, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't got time for that. We don't have – ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, so kick it, maybe. We'll be right back. So, um, the trial – this Back. is our, this is the at large bid trial update because, you know what the NCAA and trial goes together like, <laughs> like Adidas in college basketball. <laughs> oh, let's oh ah uh, mm. bags ah. So for those who don't know, there's this guy named Brian Bowen. <laughs> he like, you know, was a very good recruit that was supposed to go to Louisville. He was, and his family. Got a lot of money out of nowhere from the University of Louisville, apparently. Secured that bag. So, that for started this whole fucking trial. Yep. Against Adidas. Was it $100,000? Yeah. $100, and his parents were living in, like, the really nice part of Louisville for six months. <laughs> Weird. Hmm. How could that happen? Hmm. Oh, no. Very strange. Uh, I don't know. Very strange. Yeah. Do you think it could potentially be given to them? Oh, okay. That okay. doesn't happen in college basketball. No, about, dude. not at all. Not at all. So yesterday comes out from Jeff Borzello of ESPN that Brian Bowen, the former five-star project, prospect in the center of the FBI investigation case, is filing a racketeering lawsuit against Adidas. Wow. Can we get a lawyer on this pod sometime to do this, like explain this to us? They would need to. That'd be awesome. Um, as... as a matter of fact, we need to find a lawyer friend that can come on and explain this. Because there's levels to this shit. Yeah. So... That should be what we do next week. Yeah. So apparently the lawsuit alleges Adidas and its associates engaged in bribery, fraud, and money laundering at the expense of Bowen's eligibility and athletic development. What? <laughs> what makes them think that? Oh, man. No way. Know. We'll have to look into this more. Oh, my God. We should have trial. Yeah. <laughs> so it's filed in the U.S. District Court in South Carolina by McLeod Law Group, which includes Adidas Associates, Gatto, Merle Code, Christian Dawkins, you know, all the guys that are going to jail. <laughs> Forever. Uh-huh. Manoush Sood, TJ Gasnola, Christopher Rivers. Okay, sure. So Adidas, this is one of the quotes. Adidas is this far infiltrated college basketball with complete impotency, leader attorney Mullins McLeod said. It's time for them to answer for what they have done to suffer the consequences of their corporate misconduct. Brian is an exceptional young man who is determined to right this wrong and do part to help free other student-athletes from corporate corruption that has no place in college basketball. Okay. I don't disagree sure. with that. Not at all. Honestly, Mm-mm. I don't think Bowen's a bad kid. No. I mean, shit. He probably was like, okay, you know. Right. He, I think he claimed that he didn't. <laughs> I am shocked. Which is great. I mean, Patino would have been great for him. Yeah. I don't know what happened. What are you talking about? He'd be like, Bron, come here. <laughs> we talk sports. <laughs> we got to talk about the basketball, going to the hoop, you know, sports. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it, Patino. I can uh, just say sports, and yeah. it just makes me laugh. I mean, it... Brian, Brian, Dav Mitchell ain't walking through that door. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. yeah, that's that's. We're gonna get a lawyer on this show at some point, so yeah. we can just get like in depth and learn everything about this. Well, his lawyers, from what I've read up a couple times in a couple articles, I, I don't remember which ones they were, but they're going after Adidas too. Yeah. To where they can't represent schools, which is nuts. 
Yes. That's, I mean, this, this, the crazy thing is, is this particular case, it could, it could change a lot. Bum, 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 bum. There's going to be a lot to come from it. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I just, I'm interested to see where it goes. I mean, again, just like the Duke thing, it's going to be something that's literally going to go on all year. Yep. And I am very, very curious about it all. <laughs> Man. Maybe because we're Americans and we like train wrecks. Mm-hmm. Um, but beautiful. also, like, it's, like, everything's affected here now. It is. Yeah. All right, so that will be that. And then we'll, um, let's talk a little bit more about Anthony Edwards. We touched on it a little earlier. Mm-hmm. So, first off, how rude of him. Just desperate for attention that the day <laughs> that James Wiseman, who's the number one recruit in the country for months. I'm reclassifying. Oh, hey, I'm reclassifying. Rude. This isn't your day. This isn't. No. He's making history, bro. Yeah. He has a unicorn as as a stuffed animal to announce where he's playing. That was dope. That was so cool. So, yeah, Anthony Edwards has reclassified and is now all of a sudden the number one recruit in the country. (laughs) Somebody somebody get us hip to what this reclassifying thing is. I mean, obviously we know the basics, but like... But like... How is it possible? Is it a birthday thing? (laughs) I mean... Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. So, Edwards now, like we said earlier, mm-hmm. apparently according to twenty four seven, he's the fourth overall player in the country. Okay. And Crystal Ball has him a hundred percent to Florida State. Wow. Yeah, Florida State's about to be a basketball school. Twenty twenty four seven didn't have Dewan Wagner on their list, though. So. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Have to fact check them. Yeah. We should get one of those guys on here. Yes. So, but yeah, man, it's like. I'm just I'm trying to think about all that stuff that like could potentially be happening there, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make any sense to me. No, so no. I don't know, but it, you know, it's this whole different thing, and I think you know Anthony Edwards would be awesome to see go to Florida State. Yeah, I mean it'd be the biggest recruit they had. Yeah, ever. Yeah, that includes Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, why do you have to do it today? Why can't you do it tomorrow? Why you gotta be disrespectful, bro? Why can't it be Thursday? Could have been Thursday. Could have mm-hmm. been Thanksgiving. Like, well, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, come on. True. You know what I mean? Could have been Friday. Yeah. Black Friday. Anytime. Anytime. Cyber Monday. Day. Yeah. Come on, man. Do you think he's got beef with James Wiseman? Ooh. He's like, I got you. I'm gonna take this away from you. It's kind of dope. I mean, big if true. I need that to happen. Yeah. I need that to happen. I did too. All right, so that is enough of that, I guess. <laughs> um, can we talk about Bull Bull? Take it away. Oh, my God. Just take it away. Seven foot three? Man, what do you Draining threes? Like 35 feet or something crazy? Yes. He is freaking insane. And he's getting better as the year goes. Yeah. And he's like putting some, putting some body weight on to mm-hmm. the same point. Mm-hmm. So, like, already he is unstoppable because of his shot. Mm-hmm. Um, being and he's super tall. He can dribble. He's seven foot three. He can shoot from thirty feet. <laughs> Easy too. Yeah, and he is just like he's a terror. Right. He obviously cannot rebound anybody. Right. Um, it's he's not a great defender. Yeah, he's a really good defender. Yeah. He can play perimeter defensive. He can. Which I'm is crazy. perimeter defense, not perimeter defensive. Who the fuck put me on the show? <laughs> 
we need to talk to the guy who runs this and shit. Yeah. Get you about it here. Talk to the network president. Get you about it here, dog. Yeah. Get a new person. <laughs> but it's like, he's not fair. So no. he's kind of, um, how would I put it? Who does he remind you of most? Bull Bull. <laughs> like, Touche. I mean. I'm the only Ty Crane. <laughs> LeBron James, I'm the only Ty Crane. <laughs> I just, I mean. A seven three guy that could shoot threes like that, like Porzingis. Yeah. But I, man, he, he he's only getting better too. That's what just really freaks me out about him. Yeah, he's crazy. You know, like I think you know he's probably got he's got the potential to be the best player in this class. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's a hot take. I think he's got a big upside. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I'm not saying right now he's the best player. We're getting to that in our big board in the next segment. Mm-hmm. But I think with what he brings to the table, all the things he can do, mm-hmm. the upside like you mentioned. Does he guard like somebody like Giannis in the league? Probably. I don't know if he can handle that yet. No, his footwork's not that good. Yeah, Giannis. I mean, I have no issues in saying he'll be Pac-12 Player of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I just look forward to, I really want Oregon to be like a top four seed in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So they play some small 13 seed school that like has their, their center six, eight. Oh, and they gotta go Does Oregon play central Florida? Can we get bull bull versus taco fall? Cool. Oh my God. Talk Cause, to the committee. Yes. Cause I uh, know taco, uh, taco fall, taco fall university. <laughs> known as central Florida. They play NKU this week. <laughs> no, no. Oh man, so yeah, it's like he's just um, he's a cheat code. Yeah, like he's a two K player because two K lets you max out your career player stats. Who's the player of the year right now? I mean, I know it's early, but Zion. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Bobo's list is a power forward. That's terrifying. That's not true. That's terrifying. Finley Prep in the house. Yeah, shout out my boy. Uh... What the, my boy. I'm going to say my boy. <laughs> that guy. Oh, you know. ADD, dude. Right? Rodney Haddix, damn it. Rodney Haddix. Yeah, he's the coach there. Yeah. So did you see Mac McClung? Had like a crazy game the other where he scored seven points. Yo, man. He's a highlight. Highlight. Human lottery. Highlight. Man, I need to get my ADD in check, dog. But like, but Mac McClung scored seven points. Points. Has he hit a jump shot yet? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> he's like really good at that, like getting the steal and taking it to the rim and dunking thing. And yeah. he's like the ultimate one trick pony. Yeah. I mean, he gets after it, dude. Give him some. Give oh, him. no. I'm not doubting his effort at all. <laughs> but like, the he's going inter- to be a ball player. Okay. Do you think he'll be good in the NBA? No. Okay. I'm just making sure. Not. Do you think he'll probably be at college more than two years? Uh, I mean, he's going to be there four years. <laughs> kidding me by the time he's a senior he'll be I, so grown up he'll yeah. be like tyler hansborough that can dunk oh also not a hansborough fan what yeah you're a north carolina fan <laughs> and you don't like tyler hansborough Dude, two of our biggest heroes i'm just not a fan the of. guy's naismith player of the year whatever how many titles did he win there like, who cares i i didn't like it there's always one player on north carolina that I just what is your stand. weirdness it's just weird man i just I, it is what it is like no, it's not. <laughs> Tyler Hansford is like one of the most influential college basketball players, let alone North Carolina players, in the last decade. That's not, 
I think it's crazy. Like, it's along the same way of, like, people not liking Roy Williams, who are North Carolina fans. No, 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 no. It's not the same thing. I think it's it not. is, It's man. not. No, it's not. I can't understand how people don't like Roy. So, okay, put this in the context. <laughs> Tyler Hansborough is at North Carolina, Roy Williams not. Do you think people are still like, I don't like Tyler Hansborough? No. <laughs> no. No, if Roy Williams stays at Kansas and Tyler Hansborough stays at North Carolina. Oh, God. If he... <laughs> If Roy Williams uh, Kansas, <laughs> Carolina's hurting. We need to have like a segment where we do sometime where you just go through the North Carolina players everyone likes that you don't. We just have <laughs> like you have an explanation. There's only two. You're like Marcus Page. Um, mm, no, smells funny. Liked him. Joel Berry. Mm, sure. Yeah, loved him. Harrison Barnes loved couldn't him. beat Anthony Davis. <laughs> um, hey, he wore Kobe's though. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm shocked by that. Like, I know. That doesn't make sense. I just there's certain players that I just don't like, and I don't have a real explanation for it. I just don't like them. That's like me being like I'm. I now I will say I've literally from the second Luke May walked on campus, I have not. That's liked fine. Him. That he's not Tyler Hansborough. No. He's not going to go down in history as Tyler. They're talking Hansborough. about it right now, like he is. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not going to go down in history like Tyler Hansborough. I don't even think Luke May should start. <laughs> You're probably right. I don't think he should. I don't think he will. Isn't he right now? I'm saying I don't think he will by the end of this year. Yeah, you're probably right. With Nas playing four? Yeah. Oof. By the way, can we talk about that? I love it. Yes. I absolutely love you it. Can, you talk about it. This, by the way, Creighton's about to beat Clemson. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Look at Iowa. Putting in the work. They're ranked. Big Ten basketball last week. We were on to something. We we spoke him up, man. Yeah, but keep talking. Talk. Tell us about Nasir Little playing the five, <clears throat> playing the four. He was playing the four. Um, extremely, extremely efficient. I mean, it gives us a whole dynamic. We have four guards basically on the floor mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It just gives us a new, a new dynamic. How do you? Most fours are not going to be able to guard Nasir Little. He spreads the floor in the sense that you know not many fours can. He can dribble, pass, shoot, plays defense. His passion, man. I just need him on the floor at all the time. Yeah. I mean, he needs to start. So, he's not Marvin Williams. No. He's his own player. Like you said, right. ball ball, he is literally his own player. Yeah. I love him because not only does he give effort on offense, which everybody, I mean, not everybody, but you know, most of these stars they can do, but he is so passionate on defensive end. He wants to crush whoever he's guarding, and I love that. I dig it. It's just not normal for freshmen like that to want to have so much pride and so much just effort on defense. And that's crazy for a freshman to yes. come in, especially a top recruit. Right. I feel you. But we're a lot more efficient when he's on the court at four. We've been playing pretty good basketball. I don't know if you've been you've been watching much. We got a good test against Texas. I have. And obviously we've played some foo foo teams. Um, yeah, that's gonna be. I'm really looking forward to that game tomorrow. Yeah. I won't be able to watch it, so yeah. I'll have it on the DVR. I still think we went by ten. We've been shooting. Cam Johnson's been playing unbelievable this year. Well, you know, there's gonna be a point in the game when Texas is up like eight. No. And no. Shaka Smart is gonna find a way to close in the game. No. You know it's gonna happen. We're not gonna be down, dude. Okay, I'm telling you, there will be. A, it might be like twenty to twelve. It might, okay. okay. It might be like here's eight to the, nothing. I was gonna say <laughs> this is when they'll be is eight to nothing because we're shooting awful. Right. But other than that, now I will say the only thing that they have going for them is that Seventh Woods he got a concussion in practice, so he's gonna be out for a couple games. But how do you get a concussion in practice? He is the most injury prone basketball player. I think. I'm ever. sorry. Okay. No. First off, <laughs> no. He is always hurt. 
Derek Rose is sitting over here like, what? <laughs> Don't take my titles away from me. I'm talking about, I mean, it just blows my mind. But he actually, seventh has been huge for us in these last couple of games. He's kind of running that second team offense, and it, it's been working for us. Because that's been our biggest gripe is, you know, that second half we've been playing terrible. Okay, Lonzo. Okay, Lonzo, jumping out the gym for once. Well, you know, Carolina might have LaMelo next year. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want to do the big board, and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it? Yeah. All right, cool. So when we come back for our next segment, we're going to do our first ever at-large big big board. Um, this is only college basketball players, though, because we don't know anything about FIBA guys because they're not named Luka Doncic. Yeah. So give us a minute. We'll be right back with us. All right, so this is our first ever at-large bid. Big board. So this is how it's going to work. All right, so basically we're going to go through. We, we're not, we don't really – we're going to have the same players probably, but it's not in the same order. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go through them and kind of list why we have them where we got them. So we're going to do 10 guys because we don't have time to give you a 40-man big board. Mm-mm. You guys don't care enough to hear a 40-man big board. And you know who – Three of them are off rip. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, number one, who you got? I'm going still RJ. Okay. Um, I just think he's 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 going to come into a franchise and be an impact off rip. Mm-hmm. Um, two, obviously, Zion. Okay. Um, I think where mine's going to differ, I would probably say Nas over Cam. Okay. Um... I'm actually probably going to bring Bol Bol up. Ooh, you're putting him four. I think he's, I think he's there right now. I think he's yeah, he's definitely up there. But um, I'm going to go with Reddish. Okay. Why you have Reddish at five? Yeah. Damn. I'm going to go with where I move Nas. Did I move Nas yet? Yeah, you had him three. Jesus, my brain. Um. <laughs> I got this big board out, guys. Who'd I take? Yeah. Uh, Um, Did I take that guy? So then I'll bring Reddish. Um, Honestly, man, I'm going to be honest. I'm probably only going to feel comfortable doing five. Okay. Because I'm still still kind of figuring everybody out. Because I actually do agree with everybody with this Hachimura kid. No! I do. I think he's a ball player, man. Okay, yes, but what do we see today? Literally. One, he's a junior. Yeah. So that that automatically for me is a no. Um, two, he's gonna be a rookie at twenty one years old. Cool, awesome. That's worked out like what Donovan Mitchell. Okay, tell me another time it worked out in the last like ten years. This is this is gonna be more your wheelhouse because you are the NBA. I know. Spurt. So I know. I know. You'll have to bear with me. But like watching him guard R.J. Barrett today mm-hmm. was like okay he can't stay in front of R.J. Barrett and that's not a you know necessarily being rude right. or being a jerk about it. But, okay, if he can't stay in front of R.J. Barrett, mm-hmm. is he going to be able to stay in front of freaking Kevin Durant, LeBron James? I mean, hell, let's not even go to that level. Let's go lower level. Is he going to be able to stay in front of Rudy Gay? <laughs> Rudy Gay's trill, though. Is he going to be able to stay in front of DeMar DeRozan? No. Okay. Is he going to be able to stay in front of freaking Kevin Knox? Yeah. No! For sure. No! For sure. No! <laughs> He's not. So give me, <clears throat> give me your 10. Because right. I'm actually... I think you'll you'll have a lot more insight in that realm, sure. Um, because I think you're more familiar with how you know the draft works and stuff like that. So I definitely like your insight. Okay, yeah, more happy than, to more than mine even. All right, so number one's definitely gonna be Zion for me. Okay, and this is about more than basketball. 
Okay. This is about selling tickets. This okay. is about a franchise, whether you're the Phoenix Suns or you're the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you're going more for, like, absolutely rebuilding and getting your guy. Yes. Okay. Okay, so this is, like, you know, let's say, let's say the Cavs. Like, this is your franchise. Right. Right now the Cavs are the number one pick in the draft. Right. So let's say things work out that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're for sure taking Zion Williamson. Okay. This is their, we lost LeBron, we want to rebuild our franchise, you know, we're going to sell tickets because people, the Cavs will probably still only win 24 games, but... Right. And Zion Williamson is going to friggin' have like 14 dunks in those 24 mm-hmm. games. You're going to go, oh shit. We want it, people are going to pay tickets, pay to see him do exactly. what he does. Yeah. And like, I don't want to see the Boston Celtics with their 27,000 picks get Zion Williamson. Yeah. Not feeling that. No. So I will stick with RJ Barrett at two. Okay. Um, I think he's the most complete player in the draft. Okay. I think a team is going to be really lucky to get him. Absolutely. I absolutely would love it. Love it if the Knicks are in the top two. Yeah. I think putting him there, get Porzingis back, mm-hmm. you have a healthy Kevin Knox, um, and then you kind of go, if you go, and like they're going to have a lot of money in free agency. Mm-hmm. So this is like, this would be the ideal situation, but he's my two player. Okay. Three, I'm with you. I got Nas. Okay. I think, you know, we saw a different dynamic to his game this week. Absolutely. And seeing him play the four, his body frame is perfect. Yeah. That's six six two fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's super talented, can do just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, great basketball IQ, can run up and down the floor. That wingspan is huge. Jump out of the gym. Right. Romeo Langford at four. Okay. Did I do that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this isn't a slide on Cam Reddish at all. Um, I just think that Romeo Langford had that athleticism. Mm-hmm. The picking and choosing of his spots. I think Reddish is that literally for his draft. Uh, stock, he's at a disadvantage playing on that team. Yeah. I mean, like you said, no knock to him because he's a ball player. Wasn't he the first guy to commit in that group too? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So, and then I have Cam Reddish. He is outstanding. He is very good at basketball. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And he very well, he could go number three, and I'm not upset about it. No. So this isn't like that by any means. Um, but, you know, I'm waiting for Duke to get everything they can out of him in a game. Yeah. You know, and it's still they're going to need it this year. Yeah, and it's still early, and there's still a lot to figure out. Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting for him to kind of have that moment where he takes over a game. And I feel the same way about Tyus Jones. Isn't that crazy? We have seven, <laughs> yeah. seven threes in one game. We're still waiting for you to break out, dog. Right, like... What does that say about your game? Yeah, and, like, I'm just trying to more or less kind of figure out, like, even with Tyus Jones, I know... I think there's going to be a time when Duke has to call on Tyus Jones and goes... Trey Jones. Wow. Trey Jones. Trey Jones. Trey Jones. Trey Jones. Too much Minnesota Timberwolves in my life right now. Um, there's going to be times with Trey, with Trey Jones where Duke's going to be like, hey, I need you to go in a game for me. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be like, bet. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do it. Yeah. It's going to happen. He's just that good. Mm-hmm. All right. So that puts me to Bull Bull. Okay. So a 7-3 guy that can shoot almost Steph Curry range. Mm-hmm. Say no more, fam. Yeah. That's that's it. And plays defense. Yeah. I think his I think he's gonna be he's gonna end up going higher. Yeah. By the end of this year. DeAndre Hunter, Virginia. Ooh. A guy that was their best player last year and he was coming off the bench. He was hurt in the tournament. I mean, obviously it doesn't excuse losing to a sixteen seed. Mm-hmm. But you know, my only worry about him is the age. So he's gonna be going to the draft at twenty. Okay. Um which, you know, people are like, that don't really follow NBA basketball, probably like, what do you mean? They're only 20. It's like, it's not like that. Right. It's not like that here. 
He's an awesome defense. He might be the best defender in this draft as far as man to man. Mm -hmm. And the NBA needs a lot of man to man defenders right now, so I think a lot of teams really want him. Mm -hmm. And then I don't even know what number I'm at, man. I might be at like six. I think you're at seven now. Okay. So I. Okay. So um, let's see who else I had. Of course, my phone is doing this to me right now. Quentin Grimes. Okay. Yeah, I like Quentin Grimes a lot. Mm-hmm. I think you know he's really kind of the motor behind that Kansas team right now. Mm-hmm. Him and him and Azubuki. and then I do not have Rui Hachimura. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, and I understand. I mean, we talked about it, and you know, NBA teams just that's old. <laughs> yeah, and then Kelton Johnson's on my list too from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You've been I high think, on him all year. Yeah, the Kel- the the the, um, the wing is mm-hmm. such a huge thing in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he can play the two or the three is going to be help his stock a ton. Mm-hmm. And I think too, what you're really seeing, you know, we talked a lot earlier about big men in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I think school does play a factor, mm-hmm. and you're seeing a lot of guys who people kind of were like, okay, they're going to be good at college, mm-hmm. just be really much like, look at Shea Gilgis Alexander right now. Yeah. Oh my God. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's some people that really believe Kelvin Johnson can play the one. Wow. So, yeah, man, I'm all in on him. Um, I do like Kevin Porter Jr. from USC. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are high on him right now. Yeah. And, I mean, us being Midwest, East Coast type thing, we're not going to get that much exposure to him. So No. I'm really waiting to see more of Lewis King from, or- from Oregon also. Mm-hmm. So my last guy for this week, and this is going to be kind of a left field one. Okay. And this is just more like I'm talking on upside and power and just strength and everything he brings. Mm-hmm. Charles Basie from Western Kentucky. Okay. Oh. 6'10", 230, he's only 17. He can do a lot. He's super... Excuse me. Ow, bad timing. Super athletic. He is... I don't even... I mean, I think he's finally able to play. Hmm. So... Yeah. You know, unlike... in like... He's not Mitch Robinson. Yeah. Mitch Robinson's really good for the Knicks, by the way. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, man, that's my group. Okay, I uh, like I like your take on it. I mean, I like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like your take. I'm gonna break your equipment. <laughs> I like your input on that, most. I think a lot of people like to yeah to hear that. I mean, I don't think I'm the, I'm not gonna sit here and talk to you guys like I'm the most knowledgeable person ever. Yeah, but I mean, but you, like, you cover the NBA a lot, so it's a it's a really cool insight. Yeah, too, and like you know, a lot of people really like Carson Edwards from Purdue, and I really like Carson Edwards from Purdue, but. Mm-hmm. Again, I have this worry about, and I think the league really thinks about too, is like, I can't take a 21-year-old guy mm-hmm. that I might get like 10 years out of right? where I can take, you know. Well, it goes back to what Gilbert Arenas was saying. These teams are going to, they're going to draft off of players. When you have players who are coming in the same draft class, yeah. if you have somebody who's 21, but then you also have 17, 18-year-old who are playing on that same level, who are you going to take? Exactly. The longevity thing is a huge factor, especially, you know, this is an investment. Right. The one you can get the most out of. Yeah. For sure. All right, man. So I think we can wrap this week's edition up. Yeah. Um, kind of hit on everything. <laughs> and Duke lost. Yeah, Duke did lose. Duke lost. And Bull Bull's insane. And Romeo Langford's still really good at basketball. So actually, real quick, because yes. we got, by the t- next time we record, that game will have been played. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on it? You said earlier you think Romeo's going to drop 30? 35. 35, that's right. And they're going to win. And Indiana's going to win. Where's the game at? Oh, God, I don't even know. Because if it's in Duke, they're not winning. doesn't matter. I'm calling an upset. All right, so I can't wait to say you're wrong next week. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. All right, guys, so this has been At Large Bid, the 48 Minutes College Basketball Podcast. 
hopefully you all had a great time with us and our crazy randomness. <laughs> uh, it's what we do. That's what we do best. Yes. Uh, so everyone, have a good one. Hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving since this will be up the day after. And uh, take it easy. See you guys. Please.